Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church, first of all, Happy Advent, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jim. Thanks, Wes. Hey, I hope you all are familiar <laughs> with Wes Segrist, one of my favorite above average pastors here working in the area of operations and beyond. Wes and I sit on an exec team together. Just mm-hmm. so you know, we're always trying to re- pull back the curtain on how we do some things. We have amazing pastoral staff. We do. And there's four of us that have the privilege of sitting on an exec team that uh, manages a lot of the day in, day out vision. And, and then, of course, when there's bigger stuff, we mm-hmm. punt to the elders to be able to give us insights as well. So it's wonderful to spend this last year working with Wes on that stuff. Oh, Jim, you're you're too kind. It's no, you're supposed to return you know, hey, the favor, what? Wes. You know what I just saw on the calendar actually today? What? Like, it's like four years, like you've been on our staff, like <gasps> when you joined part time. I'm just like, hey, it's coming up. Party. We're going to celebrate Jim. I know. Anyway, it's been it's, seven it's years joy. total, four years when I got serious. Yep, yeah, that's right. From contractor we we to prefer staff. the serious part. So. I just love that you're looking up my anniversary dates for hires. Isn't that great? <laughs> Yay! Um, so on uh, my pay request, yeah, my right. My pay increase comes through. You're fresh in front of house. Uh, um, hey, anyway, we wanted to just spend some time with you. We have entered into this fear not series. Yeah. Um, I just think it's fun. I love how Kevin is like. Hey, we've all heard everything. If you've been a part of the church for uh, since you were young, in particular, every Christmas. Um, typically the uh, teaching team is coming up with like a theme and I just I just really appreciated this year that we we were willing to tackle these four fear knots there's actually five if you uh, but but we we tackled four of them man and I just found it wonderful I've been enjoying it absolutely and it's neat how the Lord's just been leading us through this year. Like we, we planned this, you, you know, months ago, but then this presence uh, piece that we've been walking mm-hmm. through and this fear not, um, and just seeing each of those characters just continue to rest in the presence of the Lord. And you know, you, you know this maybe better than I do, but it's been said, there's what, 365 fear mm-hmm. not or do yeah. not be afraid or kind of one for a day, you yeah. know? And so it just reminds me, reminds us of how often, you know, fears in our lives, right. you know, keep us from stepping in into yeah. faith. So it's been great. I've, I, actually, I wish we could do it longer because <laughs> right. it's been so, it's been a rich, uh, rich couple weeks here. No, so. and I think Kevin alluded to the first one that we did not decide to cover on Zechariah. Mm-hmm. You know, he was priest. Yeah. Some people even call it 400 silent years had been hovering around the temple, meaning yep. it, it felt like they were moving more in the historicalness of what yeah. God gave them and no fresh new words. Yeah. And then for Zechariah to go in, to yep. be the priest that year chosen to go in, yep. and then to have an encounter with the angel. and What was it? Fear not, do uh, your prayers have been heard, your right? Your prayers have been heard. And they, are, wow. they were somewhere between 40 and 55-year-old prayers. Yeah, that's... To the point <laughs> where you completely shelved them, right? Yeah. And, and he says... Fear not, because yeah. um, uh, something you trusted for and maybe even moved on from is now being released. Yeah. On the, and, and so what an amazing time that is. And we all know Zachariah's response is like, holy second, can I have a child? And we all know that I, I, I sometimes compare the way Mary responded. And she asked a question, too. Yeah, she did. But when Zachariah answered, the angel was disappointed. It was almost like, Zachariah, you're a priest who have sat mm. in the Word. You should know what we did for Abram more than any one mm. around, mm. right? You should be able to know as the as the priest appointed under this year that we gave a promise to Abram and Sarah in their old age that they could have a child, right? So mm. I do think like, I don't always like to point this out from upfront discipleship, but like yeah. the Lord does carry some expectation for those of us who have had yeah. previous revelations, but yet have somehow mismanaged them or didn't handle them, right? right. And the Lord's like, 
uh, or shelf shoved them. Right. Or right. <laughs> um, or shoved them out of a, a past hurt or something right, right. or just disappointment or yeah. maybe even potential frustration with God. So I do say this, that that when Mary's response is like, Lord, how will this be? Yeah. It, the angel greets it in a completely different way, you know, like, yeah. and, 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 and Gabriel says to her, like, well, let me just tell you the, yeah. the story how this is going to play out. Yeah. And I just love, though, that the dominant thing that's said to all of these characters, though, is fear not, yeah. there will be confusion. And that brings yeah. us to what we began to unpack this week, that, you know, when I spoke last week, I said, hey, when favor starts to hit your mm-hmm. life, at first there's going to be um, confusion, then you're going to hit actual um, adversity, yep. right? Yep. And I really yep. do think the story of Joseph, the beauty of yep. it is, it's God making him aware you're, heading, you're getting hit not just with confusion, but adversity yeah. and hold strong within it. And I love that Kevin pointed out that Joseph was a man of action. Yeah. You know, like it, he didn't sit and ask. He, there's no recorded no things recorded, he said. Exactly. He simply exactly. acted on what he heard. Yeah, yeah. And it had to, it had to bless God immensely. Yeah. And I think one of the character traits of Joseph that you just see through the scriptures is just his loyalty. Mm. Like his loyalty to Mary, his loyalty to the Lord, his loyalty to family, his loyalty to Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you, so you see these actions of just loyalty, just mm-hmm. a, a loyal man of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, it just, it, I also was struck this weekend, something Kevin said that actually I never had considered before, Jim, um, when he was commenting about, you know, what got uh, Joseph and Mary to Bethlehem. It was a census, right? Mm-hmm. The taxes and the whole, I never really thought about it or considered before, like, Mary and Joseph's family would have been there. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, yeah kind of, I was just a new, fresh And Kevin reminding you that, that, that there's a social commentary going yeah. on there that no one made a way for them. Right, right. And when right. they arrived, they had no, no one would gave up their room for them, etc. So wow. the weight of the social commentary or the family yeah. commentary that's hanging over yeah. the situation is just astounding. And so that's all yep. the more... Like, I, I love that Kevin helped those of us who are planners. Yeah. And you're one of my favorite planners. Yeah. I mean, I love this week you revealed to the staff that he spends three hours on New Year's Day Jim, setting his budget, family budget, for the next year. Yeah, and when right. I pressed him on it, like, are you ridiculous? Why aren't you over having sauerkraut with me? And he's like, no, I'm spending three hours. And he, he made it sound like it was the highlight of your New I Year's Day. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. And so yeah. I jokingly said, Anyone in the congregation that needs budget help, there's three hours yeah. on New Year's Day you yep. can come I'll to West's help. I'll help you out. Yeah, but I'll yeah. have to say, yeah. you're a planner. I mean, you yeah. you had to sit too and go, um, man, yeah. there's moments where trust just gets pushed to the next level. It really when the does. Lord's like, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And he doesn't reveal the plan. He doesn't. He doesn't. And, and you're exactly right. And I, you know, going back to that, you know, Mary and Joseph making that track to Bethlehem, you know, and their family there, and just like you were saying, the whole social dynamics of that. It reminds me also of the prophetic word we had going into the weekend. Mm-hmm. And the prophetic word was just a reminder that there are folks that are coming from broken families, yeah, challenging relationships. situations, relationships. <laughs> and so maybe that's why it stood out to me personally this past weekend when Kevin said that, but just just a reminder that, you know, in this season, like there's a lot of fear that people are carrying, like, hey, I'm going to see so-and-so, or how am I going to act around them, or you're right, and just... And some people, I even got word back from the previous week when, when we encouraged, hey, there's favor on you now to maybe yeah. believe for certain things in yeah. areas. Like one of the things we learned about favor scripturally is yeah. everyone who received it 
did something bold, prayed a bold prayer, made a bold action. And I know, I happen to know that some of you got in touch with me and left me know that you were taking steps in your relationships. Um, maybe to confront an, a reality in a Which marriage is huge. or in a it's family huge. system. It's huge. Yeah, first, yeah. yeah. So first of all, commendable. Amen. And I love that the story that we look at next week, Kevin highlighted the relational yeah, component of that. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. in there. And he and then he shared a verse. Um, he reminded us in Psalm one nineteen that Thy word is a lamp yeah. unto my feet, <laughs> not a and flashlight. <laughs> later the next, later in the day when we held our service of remembrance, a parishioner who walked through a death of a spouse. Mm got up and he said, hey, I didn't even know Kevin was going to use this passage this morning, but he says, it's the passage I use mm. to understand what I walk through, mm. where a lamp only gives you enough light for your next step. Yeah. It's not giving you that spotlight or that That's mag right. light or that... Uh, Which is actually what we pray for, right? <laughs> it is. We want some kind of clarity out there and then we want... Yeah. And the way a farmer likes to set an understanding sure. in the distance and keep a straight right. line toward it, we're not always promised right. that. A lamp gives you the light right. for the next step. That's right. right. Well, that is the light to the path, right? But a lamp into our steps. Exactly. And so that's, uh, that's just a, it's a powerful, powerful and, and so I do think it's something we need to be holding on to yeah. for what's going on in your life. Like some of you, even as we walk through this season where we don't have a full understanding of what all happened with the heavy presence of mm-hmm. the Lord increasing, but I think so many in our congregation would say that even those who did not even cultivate a space for it arrived and found it. Yeah. You would say, what do I do with this? What, how do I take my next step? And our thing is um, just keep the lamp on the next thing the Lord yeah. told you to do. And so it, I, that just was brought to my mind as Wes was talking about those of you who might be spending time with family this mm-hmm. week or looking at 2024 and saying, right. I want some things to be different in 2024. Um, his, he is a lamp unto your feet, yep. right? Yep, and right. he's going to give you a little glimpse for the next steps. The challenge is if you start to try to look at it as too big of a thing, right. the human psyche right. shuts down around it and then doesn't know how to partner with the Holy Spirit that, around that right. next step. And you know, Jim, also what is so encouraging is how this all fits to the season that we're, we're in or just mm-hmm. have recently been spending in, time in around the presence of the Lord, right? right? So God's desire to be with us and our desire equally to be with Him. And so that relational component building out of that and having faith for relationships and broken stuff in our families comes out of, hey, I'm with the Lord. God is with us. He's Emmanuel, God with us in the midst of the challenges and dysfunction and our desire to be with Him. And so that relational component with the Lord is key as we're walking into these seasons of challenges within families. I want to hit that exact point. And and it's not just key because it's universally key. Right, Um, right. What we're saying is we just, we have had an increase of the presence of the Lord and He's bringing us back to our relationship with him and yep. our relationship with others is Absolutely. one of the first places. And he doesn't, uh, if you study outpourings or movements or revivals, the Lord does a lot of different things, yeah. but I think as a community, we are beginning an opportunity to align. Uh, you I had like that, that word, word. and you were, like there is an word. alignment yep. that's, that's going on in yep. our beings yep. and in our relationships that I think are a part of what God is yeah. doing. And whenever that invitation's there, just so you know, it's no longer about being scared about stepping toward it as if I'm doing it in my own strength. It's actually about there's an invitation from the Lord to yeah. step towards some things. Amen. And when that's there, I have faith for it in a different way than the little F faith that that's I right. have to pull up in myself. Or, or make it up. Right. Yeah, like it becomes a works or something that we have to do or yeah. we feel we must do. Yeah. Thrills, man. Hey, so I, I do want to say this, though, as we're moving forward in the weeks, maybe let's just talk a little bit about where we think the Lord is taking mm-hmm. us in these studies. You know, this coming week, 
we're, we're celebrating together on Sunday. It's Chris, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve services, right? one, one, three, three and five. five. I loved what Kevin said. He says, man, <laughs> you show up here at 8.30 on Sunday, yeah. you're going to be alone, man. That's right. Uh, That's right. And so uh, we really encourage you to go ahead and invite someone. We're expecting wonderful Or if they're out attendance. of town, the five o'clock is being live streamed. Oh, so that's a good can, reminder. You can watch that yep. uh, as well. And uh, so. we're going to be sitting there. Remember, it's a Fear Not series. We're going to be looking at the angels who are declaring like, Hey, I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be for all people. Not just great joy. Things. I love that word. Right. Great joy is that right. description. <laughs> and even while they're saying it, they yeah. got to remind you to the shepherds, do not be, be afraid, afraid, right? Yeah. Do not be afraid. And I just, we can't get past the fact that every time something beautiful is happening in the scriptures, the Lord almost knows it's going to be more for us than we can take in initially and yeah. more than we can process initially. I love that the fear not stuff is part of this. So we'll be looking at that mm -hmm. this weekend. So we have a great kind of family-centric uh, uh, meeting coming up. And then uh, the following week, um, uh, oftentimes the Ending week after year. Christmas. Right, it's right. <laughs> December 30, 31st, um, I'm going to have the privilege of sharing. And you know, it's oftentimes called Christ the King Sunday mm. because it has to do with the fact that he came as a baby a week earlier and now we celebrate his second coming in a sense, coming as in his full kingship. And, second um, advent. Exactly. And it's funny, I'm going to be looking at some of those passages in the book of Revelation where we're being told about what it's like in his second coming. And would you believe... John is also being told to fear not even in those passages, yeah. right? So we're going to be taking this kind of as Jesus is being unveiled in his fullness and what mm -hmm. it means for us, uh, even as his kingship is established in the yeah. world, why is fear not even a part of that yeah. and how it plays out in our lives? So we have a couple great weeks coming up where we're going to be in these topics. And then, of course, Wes, let's talk a little bit yeah. about... Um, prayer and fasting. Yeah, um, 2024, right around the corner. Ta-da! <laughs> and you know, we're part of a community, like a bunch of communities, just yeah. so you know, we're part of something known as the Association of Related Churches. It's just churches that have similar DNA and concern. There's no direct inline authority or denominational mm -hmm. network, but it's, it's people that have like DNA. And it's pretty common across the several hundred, I think it's now closer to a thousand communities across North America alone that are part of that network. Many of them take 21 days in January. And so even though we historically did it, even before we met this community, we realized we're now part of a right. larger network that cares deeply about pausing and starting our years off with the first fruit under the Lord. Yep. And I just love what Kevin yep. said when he got up there, like, hey, all, all yep. fasting biblically had something to do, do around food. the role of food in right. your life, which right. in, in the kind of societies yep. that the Bible is being written to, food and the table and the friendship and the camaraderie. Center of relationship. The all, yeah, it exactly. rotated. Agrarian yeah, culture. Right. I mean, it, it rotated. Life rotated around the food table. So does um, Christmas and Thanksgiving for us, right? You better believe it. <laughs> so uh, hence, this is why we do not do the 21-day fast. Then. In December. Uh, but we're letting you know yeah. that there's an encouragement that in yeah. some ways you interact with food dynamics in yeah. your life when it comes to the fast. Even if it's given up sugars or something for a different season, we know there's different mm -hmm. uh, realities when it comes to diet plans, etc. But uh, the second thing that he pointed out again this year, and we just want to reiterate it, mm -hmm. particularly as uh, the United States goes into a political year, right, <laughs> um, is let's look at the role of media. There's something about media right now that it's attached itself in algorithms to our lives. Um, I've been watching this myself recently, just trying to pay attention to how much, if I click on certain things, mm -hmm. how much more of that thing I'm given, <laughs> right? And so as more soon than he as, asked for. Oh yeah, and as, <laughs> but as soon as the brilliance of digital algorithms gets involved in our lives, it is slowly reducing 
our interconnectedness with one another. Yeah. And it's reducing what we call the space between us, yeah. where, where the Holy Spirit can do His work. And it's, it's leading to increased polarization and pulling back the walls and raising the walls that yeah. are in our lives. In other words, shrinking our walls and raising them. With the yeah. stones it would take to create a much larger wall are being pulled back and raised up. And then what that does is it reduces the space between us that allows the Holy Spirit to do that work where Jesus says, we're told he breaks down the walls of enmity between us. And so we are firmly convinced that media is playing a role now. Now, hey, we're not here to cast disparaging stuff over all of media. We're just reinforcing yeah. at this moment a check in our life, a check, yeah. like a body check, the way you get or well, pause. Exactly. Pause. Where we simply sit and look at, hey, yeah. what are the influences that are coming in? Yeah. And uh, what is my life like when they're not yeah. there? Is there some kind of like, something like scales fall off from my eyes? Yeah. I'll give you a hint. That happened yeah. to me last year when I did it. And I even considered myself pretty aware um, of what was, I was you throttling. Were controlling it. I'd like to think I had a control <laughs> over it. Thank you, Wes, for getting at the real thing I was trying to dance around. But all that to say, uh, we're gonna even encourage, yeah. and I just wanna put, uh, yeah. and I'm sure Wes has this too, I wanna put my vote behind that as well, that it's mm -hmm. not just our lead pastor, but I mm -hmm. cannot tell you how much right now pausing and looking at yeah. what we're letting in. Yeah, um, yeah. I think of the psalmist, different times you'll see that little phrase, Selah or Selah, mm -hmm. right? That, that take a pause or take a time out. And I find like it's so easy in the midst of stuff when we hit that pause, like we're pulling out our phone and scrolling or That's we're right. watching something on television or what, right. whatever. And so media can not just consume us, it fills some of the spaces That's right. where, you know, And the it reduces margins. Kevin actually used the word, yeah. I believe, in one of the services. It, it reduces margin. The constant white noise reduces yeah. margin in our life. Um, and the challenge there is when margin's reduced in our life, we can't pivot and encounter the other or the interruptions. Right. You know, at this community, we remind you, 31% of all the Gospels are a direct inter interruption in Jesus' yeah. life. And he turned them into, and by the way, if you look at what happened as ancillary, in other words, growing off those interruptions, it can get up closer to 60% of the New mm -hmm. excuse me, of the Gospels is Linked, linked mm -hmm. directly or indirectly to an interruption, interruption yeah. and that's because Jesus had, had margin, margin. Yeah. and 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 so that's we good. highly encourage during this fasting season. Yeah. It won't be easy at first. Matt and I, by the way, next week on the um, podcast. Uh, matter of fact, we're taking a week off, by the way, for Christmas. But the first podcast um, in in January, I think it's the first Monday. Help me out here, team. I think I'm getting a thumbs up from Matt Tuesday. and Trexton Tuesday. Because Mondays are holidays, right. Christmas and New Year's. So it'll be Tuesday. We'll be launching just before the fast begins. Matt and I will be chatting a little bit about what we believe about the role of fasting mm -hmm. here and some early techniques. But we will tell you this. It's not comfortable when all of a sudden you'll realize the role that food plays in your life. Yeah. Or you'll realize yeah. the role that media plays and, in your and life. And part of that is Kevin's reminder to... Uh, Put God, God's word center, right? And so That's we right. developed that devotional, that 31 day devotional right. of just like being in God's word and then self-reflecting. Mm -hmm. What is God saying to me? And so what we're filling that space with, giving margin to the Lord to speak and being centered in his word. Yeah. And boy, what a great way to start our year, yep. Jim. It's a 31 day uh, reflective journal this year. A 21 days fast is nestled within it. We have some days leading up and some days post-reflecting. I think it's the 5th to the 25th is 25th, kind of the yep. corporate kind 21 of 21 days. Goal. Right. So that said, 
uh, grab that booklet, swing by the office if you're not normally here on weekends. We'll have we'll, a PDF copy online too. Exactly so. right. I believe they just be, recently put a link up to it then and we encourage you to dive in and journey with us during the month of January. But hey, enough of that now. It is Advent leading up to Christmas. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Amen. We hope to see a bunch of you here this coming I'm excited Sunday. to see you. <laughs> yep, we will. And we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Amen. Hope to see you on Christmas Eve. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.